You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. Recent studies have shown that Australia and New Zealand have the highest incidence of melanoma in the world. Every year in New Zealand, 4,000 people are diagnosed with melanoma and more than 350 people die, which is significantly more than our road deaths. This high incidence of melanoma can be attributed largely to the high ambient UV radiation to which Australians and New Zealanders are exposed, coupled with a high proportion of fair-skinned residents with European ancestry. Although the two countries share similar rates of skin cancer, a recent study in the Australian and New Zealand Journal of Public Health has suggested that New Zealand lags behind Australia in virtually every dimension of skin cancer prevention, including government investment and supportive legislation. Dr. Bronwyn McNoe is a Senior Research Fellow at the University of Otago and Co-Director of the Social and Behavioural Research Unit within the Department of Preventative and Social Medicine. Dr. McNoe has been a public health researcher for over 30 years and completed her PhD in 2020, which was focused on the primary prevention of skin cancer in educational settings. She joins me now. Kia ora, Bronwyn, are you there? Kia ora, yes I am. Lovely. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem. So, Bronwyn, uh, melanoma rates are showing signs of slowing in Australia. Uh, the yep. same, unfortunately, can't be said for here in Aotearoa. Uh, what is it exactly that the Aussies are doing that we're failing to do here? Sure. Um, so the Australians have invested a lot of money in prevention of skin cancer since the 1980s, um, and they're now seeing the benefit of that. So they have comprehensive programs with at least some government funding in educational settings, workplaces, recreational areas. Um, they have an outright ban on commercial sunbeds. They have regulated sunscreen. All the standards on sun protective products in Australia are mandatory. They have campaigns um, encouraging individuals to be sun smart every year. Um, they have capital um, shade grants available for schools and community groups. Um, if you compare that to um, New Zealand, it's hard to know where to start. So we're behind in virtually every area. So although we initially invested in skin cancer prevention campaigns in the 1990s, um, that's no longer the case. Um, so if you look at government investment around um, 2000, we were spending about a million dollars a year. Um, that's now down to less than 500,000. Um, there's only one national program, that's the SunSmart Schools program, and that's entirely delivered by the Cancer Society, and which is under extreme pressure now because of a lack of funding. Um, we allow uh, sunbed use in those aged 18 years and older, in terms of campaigns, there's very minimal um, number of campaigns and they're largely um, delivered by commercial entities like sunscreen manufacturers. Most of our standards are voluntary rather than mandatory and there's no available funding for schools to install shade in their playgrounds. Um, they have to fundraise for that. So we're just simply not investing enough in what is an extremely expensive um, cancer to treat and we know what it causes it, we know how to prevent it, and we know that the way to prevent it is relatively straightforward. We're just not putting the investment into that. That's shocking, Bronwyn. It is um, shocking. It is shocking. It's 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 confusing as to how we even got to the stage. I mean, uh, you, you quoted that we're only spending about f- under 500000 on skin cancer prevention or a similar figure. But I, I've got a stat in front of me here that says uh, it's costing our health system $57 million a year every year in New Zealand. Um, well, that's, just, that's actually just melanoma. So that's for skin melanoma. cancer, there's actually melanoma and non-melanoma. It's more like $180 million a year. My gosh. So that's even worse. Both are caused by exposure to ultraviolet radiation. 
um, if you compare that to, as you were saying, the road toll, um, just the uh, zero to, I can't remember the name of the, the campaign this year, um, but they had um, a campaign that they spent $5 million on, just one campaign, less debt. But, um, yeah, it just it's just completely inadequate, the amount of investment what that is, we're putting into it. What is it that's led to this uh, regulatory um, it's, it's failure? What? I mean, I think pressure from um, other diseases, um, the fact that we're not addressing equity, because, of course, uh, um, skin cancer does largely affect people with fair skin. Um, I think people, a lot of people think that skin cancer is not serious. Um, of course, uh, uh, for the vast majority of people, will be fine. That's not to say there's no treatment cost associated with it, but unfortunately we do. We have 315 melanoma deaths and then another 150 uh, from other skin cancers. So th- th- there's, I guess there's a difference in... Um and preventative treatment and uh, or, or, or just pre- prevention measures and then treatment after yes, cancer has been uh, contracted, after it's occurred. What yes. Are we doing both on bad... Are we doing terribly on both fronts? I, I mean... Uh, well, so, so um, I guess if you're comparing us to Australia, um, so if you looked at the recent Cancer Agency report, they named 20 um, treatment streams for cancer drugs that are treated in Australia, which aren't in New Zealand, and of those, four were for melanoma. So if you receive, if you unfortunately have a melanoma diagnosis in New Zealand, um, if you have stage four melanoma and it's your primary treatment um, as immunotherapy drugs, you'll receive funding for that. If you have an earlier stage melanoma or it's an adjunct therapy, you will have to pay for the treatment yourself. And that has a price tag of around $100,000. So, um, it, yeah, we're doing worse in treatment as well, I would have to say. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and, and what about sunscreen? Uh, it's, so sunscreen it's twice yeah, the price... So, Hair than it is compared to sunscreen in Australia. Yeah, so, so there's a cost about barrier. The price in, in New Zealand as it is to Australia. So um, for for virtually well, it is the same problem uh, product. So usually the, the sunscreen is manufactured in Australia and exported to New Zealand. Um, so I guess there's additional distribution costs here. We're a smaller market, and the the price is set by the manufacturer. But also in Australia, they remove the GST on their sunscreens. Um, which we don't do here. And the affordability of a sunscreen is really of concern to organisations like the Cancer Society because, of course, um, for vulnerable communities, like it's too, just too expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so we always try to emphasise that sunscreen is only one of five strategies to reduce your UV exposure. So, of course, you can wear a hat, clothing and using shade mm-hmm. are all good strategies as well. Um, of course. It's not the only way uh, no. to protect yourself from the sun. Um, I, I guess... There are some pretty common sense uh, methods, and and maybe maybe it would help to outline s- some of the ways to pr- to protect ourselves from the sun to help prevent skin cancer. But also, could you could you talk to us a bit about that? But a bit about what what we can do, what, how, who we can lobby to kind of get some movement on this issue. It's 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 re- it's really concerning that there's such little attention being paid to this. Yeah. The, New well, Zealand's I, I most expensive the cancer. The usual, you know, the usual methods through your MP and, and so forth, and we're we're always lobbying very hard as well. It's quite difficult, and it's always difficult for prevention in terms of. So if you've got somebody lobbying for a, a new drug, you know, they can put their patient up beside them that's suffering from whatever disease, and that's very compelling. It's it's far more difficult to say, well, because this person wore a, a hat when they were at school, they didn't get a skin cancer. So it, that's always a problem for prevention. Um, 
Uh, in terms of strategies you can use, of course, you can wear um, a broad-brimmed hat will provide good protection for um, your face and neck, which is where a lot of the, at least non-melanoma skin cancers will develop. Um, long-sleeved clothing, collars, um, longer-style shorts or skirts, um, using shade where you can, um, where there's shade available, and also trying to stay out of the sun when the UV is really high, so mm. usually through the middle of the day um, in, in, in the middle of summer you would try and stay out of the sun during those times. Was that, oh, sorry, Brynne, I'm not sure what the other question was. No, you've answered it perfectly. I, it's, it's kind of just what, what, can, what can the listener do to c- help bring about some awareness to this issue and, and, and to protect themselves from the sun, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so using those strategies to protect themselves from the sun, um, I guess just even just writing to your MP, mm. uh, uh, I mean, uh, that really has, we need national leadership on this, I think, national investment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, thank, thank you so much. Um. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.